All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Why are the playoffs better at Boston Pizza? Because we've optimized our sports bar experience by studying in-depth analytics. Starting with our new BP Winged Ribs, currently leading all apps in wings above replacement, and deep-fried pickle wedges, an early favorite for the unanimous number one overall pickle. And, of course, the advanced stats darling and leader in pints per game, the new Beer Mosa. Catch the playoffs at Boston Pizza, powered by Fanalytics. Welcome in to Daily Faceoff Live, your go-to source for everything hockey, live every weekday at noon Eastern. It's playoff time. Things get rolling tonight. Four games on tap. Frank Saravalli, are you ready? Oh, let's do it. I've been waiting for this for months now. Cannot wait to see the puck drop on round one. This is the best time of year these next two weeks. It's like hockey euphoria every night. It's so good. Welcome into Daily Faceoff Live, streaming live on the Daily Faceoff YouTube. If you haven't yet, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. We're also brought to you by Batano. The game starts now over at Batano.ca. Get in your Stanley Cup picks before things get rolling tonight. Shout out to Batano.ca. Frank, let's not waste any more time. Two minutes and 30 seconds up on the clock, and let's begin breaking down these series tonight, starting with the Bruins taking on the Panthers. And some news from today is Jim Montgomery addressed the media and said there's a bit of a bug going around this Boston Bruins room. Patrice Bergeron did not skate today. A few other players reportedly affected by this. Not great timing. Maybe it opens the door to the Florida Panthers sneaking in here and stealing game one. 
Yeah, maybe game one, but I don't think maybe anything more than that. Um, and not to say this is going to be a sweep, and the Panthers could certainly punch above their weight class. They have some talented players. And speaking of punch, Matthew Kachuk, second on my heart trophy ballot this year. He gives them plenty of that. When I just look at these teams, though, even though Patrice Bergeron, you mentioned the, the illness, I also don't think he's 100% even outside of the illness physically. Uh, I'm not sure that's going to matter, though, because in this case, moving forward, the Bruins are just the much deeper team. Like from goal on out where they had a guy who in most normal years, if Connor McDavid didn't light up the league and Linus Allmark would have been a Hart Trophy candidate taking the goaltending triple crown with wins, goals against average and save percentage. Then you look at their back end. You know, speaking of awards, you know, Hampus Lindholm, he got the number one vote on my Norris Trophy ballot this year. And you could make the argument that not only is, is Hampus Lindholm a great defenseman, he might not even be the Bruins' best defenseman. Charlie McAvoy, pretty good. Dmitry Orlov was an incredible deadline pickup. And the Bruins' forward group, if you've got a third line that has Taylor Hall on it and Nick Felino, you're probably doing pretty good. So yep. uh, I just think the Bruins are the much deeper team. I, they've had these last dance vibes all season long. And to think that they're going to flame out after a record regular season in wins and points in the first round against a Panthers team that was mostly mediocre for the bulk of the season, I just don't see it. Yeah, I mean, you just look at that gap in points between these two sides. Although the Panthers, one of the few teams in the league who are able to beat the Bruins twice in this regular season, but I'm kind of with you. The questions between the pipes for the Florida Panthers, you compare the depth of these two sides, it really does feel like it could be a quick series for the Boston Bruins, but there's always one, Frank. There's always one series that just absolutely stuns us. Do you, do you give any hope to the Panthers here or no? No, I don't. I've got the Bruins in five. I think the Panthers are able to win one. Um, I just think, like I said, for all the reasons I just outlined, they're just way too strong. And mm -hmm. they are, they're going to get some better tests. And the second round, regardless of whether it's the Leafs or the Lightning, it's going to be a way better test. That doesn't mean they're necessarily going to run the table. I just think this first round isn't really that much for the Bruins to think about. 7.30 start between the Bruins and Panthers tonight. Not the first game that will get going. That is the Islanders and the Hurricanes. And Frank, if people are trying to pluck an upset off the playoff tree, the Islanders beating the Canes seems to be the low-hanging fruit. You have one team who had to, you know, play basically playoff-style hockey for the last couple of weeks just to get in. You have another team in the Hurricanes who really aren't coming into the playoffs playing their best hockey. They were just 5-5 five and five in their last 10 games. The season series, though, favors the Canes. Do you think this is the sort of easy upset pick that a lot of people are treating it like, or do you still have the Canes as the clear-cut number one in this matchup? It's the trendy upset pick. There's yeah. no question about that. I've seen that all over the place. And I think the reason for that is because people boil it down and say, okay, you've got a team here in the Carolina Hurricanes that really can struggle to score goals at times, and especially missing Andre Svechnikov, their you know key shooter, the guy who puts so many pucks on net. Take him out of the lineup. Their record is really kind of average since that happened in his injury. And then you've got a New York Islanders team with Ilya Sorokin, who some would say outside of Olmark was the best goaltender in the league this season. It's a toss-up between Sorokin and Hellebuck. You know, you look at Sorokin, his ability to rack up shutouts, and you mash all those things together and you say, this Carolina Hurricanes team with sort of how average they've been over the last two months is ripe for an upset. But I would say this team is still deep. 
they're consistent for the most part, and they're a team that, yeah, they may struggle to score goals at times, but they are also playoff tested. They're gunning for their third consecutive first round win this spring, and they've been in the playoffs before. They've been in the heat of the battle. This Islander team has as well. The core of this team has been to two Eastern Conference finals. I also just can't get out of my head the idea of the New York Islanders absolutely gagging on it last week in a game against the Washington Capitals. They had the ability to write their own playoff destiny, and it took the Pittsburgh Penguins losing to the Chicago Blackhawks in order for them to get it back. That said, when they had their opportunity, they did win to clinch, but still, I don't think this Islanders team is very good top to bottom. I think they're a flawed uh, roster construction, and there's a lot to say for their goaltending and sort of the playoff battle tests that they've had. I just think the Hurricanes are a better team, and I'm going to take the Canes in six. Yeah, and I think, you know, you certainly can't blame you for taking that Canes team. This Islanders team, you mentioned Sorokin, they really do live and die by their goaltending. I mean, the guy's only allowed eight goals in his last five starts down the stretch. I was digging into the numbers, though, because usually a team that gets in with that eighth spot usually has like a big push, right? But from the deadline on, the Islanders were 18th in points in the NHL. In that time span, Ilya Sorokin still had a 920 save percentage. So it's interesting to see the goaltending results have been there through and through, even if in front of them it hasn't been. Yeah, and one thing to keep an eye on from the goaltending perspective from Carolina, Antti Ranta, some would say surprise game one starter. He's probably earned it with his play down the stretch, but uh, nonetheless, Rod Brindamore confirming on Monday morning that Ronta will get the start in game one. Interesting. I mean, it's one of those teams you would look at. I wouldn't be surprised if we see some Freddie Anderson at some point during a playoff run. Wouldn't be surprised if we even see some Pyotr Kochetkov at some point throughout this playoff run as well. Let's head out west, Frank, and take a look at the Stars and the Wild. This is the one series I looked at, and I wasn't even sure who was going to win, but I said, give me seven here. I just look at two teams that are pretty evenly matched, I think. I have an edge going to the Dallas Stars. I think I like that high-end skill and that scoring punch they have just a little bit more. I like their blue line too. Jake Ottinger, a goalie who, as we saw last year in the first round against Calgary, is capable of being lights out for seven straight games, even if they didn't get the win last year. I have the Stars edging out the wild in this one. Frank, you agree with me? I do have the Stars edging out the wild. I don't think it goes to seven, though. I have the Stars in six, and... Look, with all due respect to the Wild, who put together an unbelievable season, their most impressive stretch of the year came when Kirill Kaprizov was out of the lineup. Matt Boldy was just unhinged. He was so good. And they've had a, a ton of great performances. And speaking of interesting goalie decisions, the Wild have played it really coy to this point as to who is going to be in the net for game one. Is it Jonas Gustafsson or Philip Gustafsson, excuse me, or is it Marc-Andre Fleury? Um, I don't know who Dean Evison is going to pick. I, I kind of think he's leaning towards Flurry and his big game experience, but the clear sort of advantage in numbers this over the entire bulk of the season is to Gustafson. So that's one thing to keep an eye on. But I look at this Stars team and I say they're ready. They're ready to compete. I think they've got pound for pound the best line in hockey, left wing, center, and right wing in totality. Um, I think they've got a defense core that's mobile um, and when you look at some of the, you know, additions that they've made, Max Domi, I think, makes that team better in their bottom six. Wyatt Johnston, uh, you know, I don't think got enough praise or, or chatter in the Calder Trophy conversation. He ended up in my top five 
his best games were played down the stretch in the last six to eight weeks of the season as a 19-year-old rookie. And so he had a great season. Jamie Benn, it's the Benessance. Um, I look at this Stars team, and I just think they're ready to compete. I think they're ready to go on a run. I think they're not only going to win this series, but give the Colorado Avalanche an absolute run for their money in round two. And I just think the Wild are a bit premature. They've got a lot of nice pieces, but they've also got some guys that they're asking to do too much, especially down the middle at the center position. Yeah, I, I agree with that. To me, it's the depth up front that really makes a difference. Not even, like, I don't love this star depth at all, but it is better than the Wild. You mentioned between the pipes. How about the since the deadline numbers between Gustafson and Flurry? 11 games for Gustafson and a 9.33 save percentage. Nine games for Flurry, a 9.16 save percentage. Gustafson in those 11 only lost in regulation once. It'll be interesting to see how the Wild handle their goaltending. If you want a bigger breakdown on what's happening between the pipes in round one, our pal Mike McKenna has some great analysis up now at dailyfaceoff.com. Frank, we're going to take the Oilers and Kings. We're going to set that off to the side because John Rosen's going to join us in a couple of minutes. Let's talk brackets, though. The full picks from everyone at Daily Faceoff are going up today, and I want to know who you have going all the way, Mr. Saravalli. Yeah, read it and weep. I've got the Edmonton Oilers winning the Stanley Cup. And you might weep if you're an Oiler fan because for the most part, I've been off. But I, I can't help but stray from this Oiler team. Uh, the best team in hockey since March 1st. The second best team only to the Boston Bruins um, in terms of overall play since the calendar turned to 2023. I just think Connor McDavid's not going to be denied. I have him winning the Conn Smythe. I think of the way that he elevated his game last year and, you know, in the playoffs north of two points per game. And that was coming off of a ridiculous regular season then. How could he possibly top the numbers that he put up this year during the regular season? I think he's got another gear left to get to, which is a scary thought for the rest of the NHL. And, and more than that, Tyler... When I look at this Oilers team, this is the most complete team that they've surrounded Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl with. The Ekholm addition has worked out better than anyone could you know, possibly have expected from an Edmonton perspective. The power play is lethal, the best percentage over a full 82-game season in NHL history. Four, basically four 100-point scorers. Evander Kane not included in that mix, and he was a playoff assassin last year with 13 goals in 15 playoff games. There's really a lot to, to like about Edmonton, um, and I just think their path, it's not easy, but it, it's not really quite the gauntlet that a team like, I don't know, Boston or, or even Colorado would have to navigate, for instance. I think the Pacific div, uh, Division side of the bracket is the one you want to be on if you're trying to get through to the other side. They got swept in the conference finals last year. McDavid and Dreisaitl still led the playoffs in scoring. Vander Kane still finished tied for first in goals. If we could flash up your bracket again quickly, Frank, the second question I wanted to ask, which series did you toss and turn on the most? Which one was the hardest for you that maybe you really went back and forth on? At least in the first round, it was Rangers-Devils. Um, mm -hmm. I just think the Devils uh, are a little bit more well-equipped. Um, the Rangers have more star power and the goalie. But that I have the Devils winning in seven. I could easily see the Rangers winning that series, and that would blow up that side of the bracket. Um, you know, then the next one in the second round was Avs Stars. Um, mm -hmm. I like Colorado a lot. Uh, obviously, is the defending champ, but 
for a lot of the reasons I outlined with Dallas, like I, I think, especially with Ottinger and Nett, that might be the real edge, even though Georgiev has had a really good year. Fair enough. If we could quickly throw up mine, I'll give my picks here at the end. I also have the Oilers going to the cup final, Frank, but I have them losing out to a team you have losing out in round one. I think the Rangers can get through that Devils series. I think they're better than both the Canes and the Islanders as well. You mentioned the gauntlet that a team like the Rangers might have to run through. What about the Bruins, right? I think this Panthers team can maybe wear them down just a hair. It could be a bloodbath against the Leafs. I have the Rangers beating the Oilers in the Stanley Cup final. Also the Jets upsetting the Golden Knights. We'll talk about that a little bit tomorrow on the show. We both have the Oilers going to the Cup final. But this test in round one, according to our YouTube chat, is going to be a tough one. A lot of people in there like the LA Kings. Let's dig into that matchup a little bit more with the All-32. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. John Rosen from the Forum Report. It's the All 32 brought to you by Boston Pizza. Check out their all new menu powered by Fanalytics. Plenty of great new menu items, plenty of reason to spend the playoffs at Boston Pizza. John Rosen hopping in now. And John, you just heard us talking about what the Oilers kind of do well and all that scoring. But let's zero in on the LA Kings here. What do they do well? What's kind of their key to victory as they head into this series? Uh, the Kings have smoothed out some of their challenges that they had early in the year. Game management uh, issues, the inability to keep the puck out of their net, the imbalanced defense. And really, at first, just by getting league standard to above average goaltending from Phoenix Copley and then some pretty good goaltending as well from Eunice Corpusalo. Um, they are no longer a team that outscores their challenges, but are a team that plays good, smart hockey uh, generally in all three zones. Um, this is predicated on, of course, Kevin Fiala and Gabe Velarde being able to stretch out opposing uh, matchups. The Kings were at their best this year when they were able to roll three scoring lines. And that's going to be a huge question mark at the beginning of the series is unless there's, uh, you know, an October surprise, as they say, uh, we're not expecting to see uh, Fiala early. Gabe Velarde did practice with the team uh, and traveled to Edmonton, but his status is, uh, is uh, unknown right now. But uh, it's a team that under Todd McClellan has really stayed true to its 1-3-1 structure. Really good top pairing defensively in uh, Mikey Anderson and Drew Doughty. So 
two players there that are equipped to slow down the uh, Oilers' offense. But uh, again, you know, they had good numbers against Edmonton last season, and Connor McDavid went out and averaged two goals per game, or excuse me, two points per game. John, so great to see you in Edmonton. You've been crushing it at the Forum Report this season. And, um, you know, just wanted to ask what you think stylistically this is going to look like, because you mentioned the idea of trying to slow down the Oilers, and the Kings were pretty successful at that in terms of dictating the style of play, especially in the last two regular season games that they played against Edmonton. Are they able to do that over a full series? And if so, like, what did you take from the idea that the Oilers were comfortable playing in that type of environment as well, it seemed, in those last two games? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I was just about to say that, that Edmonton, and you saw this a little bit at the, uh, the year they made the playoffs in 16-17 under Todd McClellan, where they were winning the low-scoring games at the end of the season. You certainly saw that uh, they won games uh, by 3-1 and 2-0 uh, times against uh, L.A., uh, just in uh, the past two and a half weeks. Uh, a team that is comfortable playing a physical brand of hockey uh, when Evan Bouchard and, uh, 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 of course, Matthias Ekholm have been on the ice together at five-on-five five play. The Oilers have outscored their opponents 30-9. to nine. So they're clearly doing it both ends of the ice. So uh, it, it's a real disadvantage for Los Angeles in this series because uh, with Fiala, they would be able at least to match... You know, you can't match up offensively against the top two scorers in the league at their absolute primes. But this was a team that could roll three lines of offense and did finish 10th in the league, averaging over 3.3 uh, goals per game. So uh, the Kings team, like the Oilers, has a very good power play, but it's nowhere near the caliber of uh, the top power play in league history since, you know, 1967-68 league expansion. It's just incredible. Uh, Edmonton clicking at almost uh, one in three power plays this year. You can find him on Twitter at Johnny Rosen. You can find his work, and it's good work, at The Forum Report. John, appreciate you hopping on, man, and enjoy the beautiful weather we're getting in Edmonton. Yeah, nice couple of days. Always a pleasure to be here. Excited for the atmosphere tonight. Thank you, guys. Thanks, John. Moving along on today's show, the inbox question, hashtag AskDFO is how you can submit them. Frank, let's table the playoff talk for just a second. We have some coaching vacancies around the league since uh, kind of when we did the show last week in Anaheim with Aikens not being removed or renewed in Washington with Peter Lavalier-Let's contract running out. He's not coming back and Brad Larson let go in Columbus. The question is, which one of these three is the most intriguing coaching vacancy? I would say, tell me after, uh, ask me the question after May 8th when we figure out who wins the NHL draft lottery. And I'm not being coy uh, in my answer. I'm also thinking that it might make sense for these teams to wait until after May 8th to make a hire. Usually everyone tries to rush to, to get the next guy in place and say, hey, this is who we've got. You know, let's start to put some, you know, foundational pillars in place here. But I think you're going to open yourself up to a whole different swath of candidates. All of a sudden, the experienced, big-name coaches might be interested in your team if you're able to land Connor Bedard in the draft lottery. Uh, the Ducks have the best shot. The Blue Jackets are right next to them in 31st place. So uh, I wonder if these teams are going to be patient with their approach. Like Think back to the Oilers with Connor McDavid. Peter Shirelli was hired after that as general manager. Todd McClellan came in after that. Uh, as coach, once they knew that they were getting a generational talent in Connor McDavid. So uh, out of these three teams at this exact moment in time, I would say the Caps. And the other thing that intri intrigues me about the Caps is the idea that 
you have a lot of flexibility there. People say, oh, the Caps are just another version of the Penguins. Maybe, but they don't have all of the same long-term contracts locked in and nine players uh, that they're going to have to replace on their roster for next season. So Brian McClellan has his work cut out for him as GM. And one other uh, potential opening to keep an eye on, guys, aside from whatever happens in the first round, is the Nashville Predators. Uh, Barry Trotz held a press conference today, Monday, in Nashville, and he said, um, you know, didn't necessarily give a huge vote of confidence for John Hines. I'd heard some rumblings that Hines uh, might be on uh, the firing line. Um, and part of that, too, is Barry Trotz might want to put his own stamp on it. He said, quote, uh, John Hines has a contract for next year and they're going to work through the process and said that they did, of course, also get along well. So just something to keep in mind uh, outside of, you know, some of these other potential firings that might happen, especially a team like Toronto or someone, if they were to lose in the first round, a big upset might produce another coaching change and whatever happens in Calgary. Yeah, whatever happens in Calgary is the big caveat there as well. Interesting stuff. Let's move along to our daily bets brought to you by Batano. Check out Batano.ca. The game starts now over at Batano. I got a couple of plays for tonight, Frank. And man, the YouTube chat is now split. There are some Oilers fans in there, and I'm riding with them tonight, taking the Oilers. I mean, minus 200 on the money line, no value there. You're not touching that. I am taking them in regulation, though, at minus 115. The Oilers did not win the first game of any of their three playoff series last year, but I think they bucked that trend here tonight. They'll be at Rogers Place, where it'll be absolutely rocking. And this team was red hot coming down the stretch and into the playoffs. Nine straight wins to end the regular season. We saw the Kings take a bit of a dip down the stretch as well. I like the Oilers to stay hot at minus 115 in regulation. And also a little shot prop parlay eyeing up a couple of players, one of which is in this matchup. Anzi Kopitar has crushed it in four or five, and he's had three plus shots in a bunch of those as well. Same deal with Jesperi Kakaniemi. Both these actually don't pay terribly on their own, but I'm playing them together. It's the start of the playoffs. Let's get something a little juicy here. Plus 164, Kakaniemi and Kopitar both over one and a half shots. Taking that and Oilers in regulation tonight. And with that, Frank, we are rolling right into garbage time. Give me something good to end the show. Yeah, Tyler, we were just talking about how excited we are to kick off the Stanley Cup playoffs. And every year, the NHL produces a 30-second ad that you see all over TV, especially here in the U.S. on a bunch of different mainstream channels. Just reminding everyone, the best playoffs in all of pro sports starts tonight. And they've got this 30-second ad that's debuting tonight that just hit me right in all the feels. Check it out. If you're lucky, you'll go through your entire life with a reason to look up. First, to those who care about you, the ones who teach you and show you what's possible. Then you'll find new reasons to look up, heroes to follow, history to chase. And if you keep looking up long enough, then one day you might look up to find your own reflection looking back at you. Think of, you know, me looking up uh, at, you know, my dad tying my skates as a kid and all the different people that I've looked up to in this business. Then I think about my son looking up to me tying his skates and just the idea of that mirror finish of the Stanley Cup staring back at you. There's also another really good one today uh, about the kiss, uh, the first kiss. Uh, you always remember your first kiss. And so, um, man, just some really good stuff from the NHL and just inject this right into my veins. Can't wait to get going. Cannot wait for it to get rolling tonight. One piece of advice from me, 
to hockey fans, don't be afraid to mix in a water at some point over the next little bit here. It is going to be a lot of fun. Shout out to Botano.ca, Boston Pizza, Johnny Rosen, who is fantastic, and our guy Frank Saravalli. To everyone watching in the YouTube, enjoy the games tonight. We're breaking it all down tomorrow at noon Eastern. Chat with you then. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special coming your way this playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. And let me tell you, it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal. Every playoff game day, you're going to be faced with four questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle. And here's a sneak peek into some of those questions we'll be firing your way. First up, you got to pick the winning team. That sounds simple, right? But there's more. You got to decide if the total amount of goals in the game will be over or under a certain amount. And that's where the real strategy starts to kick in. Next up, you're picking who's going to find the back of the net first. And you're going to want to be careful because that's one that could be cooked early on in the game. And finally, you got to predict which period is going to be the highest scoring. Will it be a barn burner in the first, a shootout in the second, or a nail biter in the third? That's up to you to decide. Now let's talk about prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? For the daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards to treat yourself to some fresh nation gear, and you might even win a jersey from your favorite team. And for the big dogs, those who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. Play now at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess.